Good morning, everyone. This is Michael Nestepniak, and we are. This is our first episode of Beekeepers Live, so we're kind of excited about that. We're going to have uh, Ben uh, from Australia chiming in here very shortly. We're going to con connect with him in a couple of minutes, so um, I'm really excited about that. Uh, he's been beekeeping uh, for quite a while. He does a lot of swarm removals, so we're going to kind of compare the difference from us over here from the U.S. and you know, on the other side of, uh, in, in Australia. So we're excited to talk to him uh, about that also. I started beekeeping about um, five years ago now, and I started it out as a hobby. And I started out with two hives, and I was so uh, infatuated with how the bees work the hive and just the whole process of it from installing the bees and them drawing out the comb and the queen, all the eggs and, and everything that she lays. It's just, it's, it's incredible to me. So, so I jumped in it to myself in, in my terms kind of heavy. I started out with two. Uh, the following year I jumped uh, in with four and now I'm about to about 42, 45. And then I'm hoping next year to double that to get to about uh, 80 of them. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. And right now, um, what is it? it? It's about 40 degrees out, very uh, uh, misty, cloudy, hazy. And uh, so not, not too much going on with the bees right now. Uh, what I did last week, I started building uh, brood boxes. And uh, I've got to build about uh, 80 of them, and I'm going to build about 120 uh, supers. So uh, just getting ready for the, uh, the growth that I plan on doubling what I have. So, um, so yeah, that's what we're kind of doing now. I went through my hives about two weeks ago, and uh, uh, when we had that warm spell, and uh, they were doing fantastic. One of the best winters uh, that, we've, uh, that I've gone through with them on that. So uh, we're just trying to see if he's with us. I'm checking on him right now. So just bear with us a second here. Yeah, just keep going. So any of you guys chiming in, just, just uh, if you guys are beekeepers, uh, just uh, send a little message across how many hives you, how many hives you have, uh, how many years you've been doing it. And, uh, and if you have any questions, I will try and, uh, and also Ben will uh, uh, answer those also. So, um, so then here, let me tell you a little bit more about my story. So we started beekeeping, like I said, five years ago. And then as a, uh, a, and I started that as a hobby. And then I started uh, our own uh, natural skincare line. And we've been doing that now for about a year and a half. It's called Generation B. And I use uh, all of our bee products, whether it's our wax, our honey, our pro uh, pollen, in all of our products. I started with the lip balm first. A few winters ago, I was just sitting down and thinking, what am I going to do with all of our wax? And uh, I started doing some research online and uh, came up with some for a formulation for uh, the lip balm. And, uh, and tweaked it a little bit, gave it away to some of my friends. and. Uh, and they liked it, and then we started, uh, we came up with six different scents. Oh, here he is right here. They're starting to connect right now. Give it a few seconds here. Taking a little bit longer because he's way over there. <laughs> Just a little bit far. And you may hear uh, Brandon in the background. He's helping me with the videotaping, and he does all of our uh, advertising and our branding. So, here he is. Hey, Ben, how are you? Hey, Marco, how you doing, man? 
Let me see. I got, hold on one second here. I'm trying to get some volume here. Hold on. Anterior. Go ahead, ben. How's that? Are you okay? Yes, I can hear you fine. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Sorry about the little glitch. It's uh, 3 a.m. here in the morning, and I've been sort of stumbling around trying to work out what I'm doing. So sorry about the uh, for the delay. Oh, no problem. So what time is it over there? Uh, just after 3 a.m. in the morning. 3 a.m. Well, thanks for getting up extra early for this. Uh, I appreciate it. No worries. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, I love your accent. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Jeez. So, so tell me. So tell me. How did you? How did you get into beekeeping? Yeah, that's really interesting. So, how I got into beekeeping is um, true story. When I was fourteen, I said to mum and dad, um, "I don't want a kitten. I don't want a puppy. I want a beehive." This is when I was fourteen, and they said, "Well, really? you want a beehive? Um, you save up your own money." And it was sixty dollars, sixty Australian dollars. So. Um, I grew up in the Yarra Valley, which is sort of like the wine country. Um, I, was okay. never, I was never influenced by any beekeepers or anyone like that. Um, so I, I saved up $60 and um, I met this old beekeeper and he delivered this hive for me. And um, basically, that's uh, 26 years ago in um, next week. I'll turn 40 in a week. So no um, that's how long I've been yeah, keeping bees for. Awesome. So, so you started with one? Yes, I was one. Um, that was when I was 14. I started, I got an apprenticeship as a chef when I was 15. Um, so it's sort of, uh, when I was 15, I started sort of traveling a bit. So I had them on and off throughout the years. Had them up in Queensland for a little bit. Lived up uh, up in um, Queensland. And um, for the last sort of 10 years, I've been keeping the uh, the bees, yeah, quite a few hives now. I've got okay, how, how, many, how, many, how, how many are you keeping oh. now? Oh, it sort of fluctuates. Um, it fluctuates, but about sort of the 320 mark sort of is a, wow. is a, a comfortable number um, for me to manage because once you sort of start getting um, sort of too many bees, it's sort of, you know, to, to look after them, it's quite sort of, um, quite, you know, to manage them successfully. I think that 320, 350 marks is as many as I can. Uh, well, that, that's a lot, and that's a lot of work too. So you guys do all the extraction of the honey and the wax and everything like that too. And I was on your website and your Facebook, you sell bees and products. Uh, you know, I saw you, you sell lip balm also. And yes, and yes, yeah, yeah. So that, that's actually, pretty cool. So yeah. awesome. Yeah, I started, I started with two. So I've been, I've been in for about five years and I started with uh, two hives. And then I jumped into four, and then now I'm at about 40, 45, and next year I'm going to do about 80. That's awesome. That's cool, man. That's really, really so, cool. It's, um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so what I, what I found out about it, you know, I, my kids for Christmas, they gave me a book, which was very helpful, Beekeeping for Big Dummies. So that's yes. how I started learning that. And then, you know, and then that spring, you know, I started, I, I ordered the two hives, and then I ordered the... Uh, the bees that came in at the package bees okay. and, uh, and then I, I got stung and then I found out I'm allergic to bees never even knew it so I got to always carry my EpiPen and everything with me and, but if I go through the hives kind of slow and do it the right way with the smoke I'm fine yes, but, yeah um, uh, um, but you know when you get it what's that go ahead what, what, what's your reaction like? Is that, is that just a... my knees start swelling up my hands start swelling up you know that type of thing Oh wow, that's it, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. saw a message there from Liam O'Connor. Do bees fly upside down in Australia? That's quite funny. That's yeah. <laughs> so, so what's the weather like in Australia right now, and what are you doing with your bees? 
Yes, at the moment we're sort of it's coming to the end of summertime. Um, so it's it's still we've got some warm days, you know, anywhere up to sort of 30, 32 degrees Celsius. You have to excuse me, I'm not sure in Fahrenheit, but um, um, so it's sort of we've got uh, autumn around the corner. Um, so the bees are just sort of slowing off, They're a little bit robby at the moment. You know, bees when there's not much, not a heap of food around, they get a bit robby, a bit sort of. Uh, bit angst and so forth so but now they're, they're um, slowing down a little bit luckily the winter's here you know it's the cold as it gets where i am in just in melbourne um cold as it gets is oh, maybe six degrees celsius okay. um it's yeah so sorry i'm not sure on the conversions to um yeah uh, i don't know what's the difference yeah brandon's yeah. looking that up yeah just, thanks brandon so it's yeah. like so that would be 42 degrees for us which would be fantastic I wish yeah. we had that. Yeah. Is it snow? Does it snow where you are? Yeah, we got snow. We had, we got, well, we're from Chicago on the south side. So we got about okay. a little bit over a foot of snow about a week wow. ago. Wow. So, and my wow. bees were out flying a little bit yesterday. It was around 40. So a lot of them were doing the, their cleansing flight. Yes. You know, yep. and yep. a lot of them didn't make it back in the hive either. So that's always a bummer, you know? Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. Jeez, that's it. That's incredible. Yeah. So, and then a couple of weeks before that, we had some real cold weather, and, and then we had that warm spell. And that's when I went through my hives and checked them. And my hives this year were doing fantastic. They had a lot of honey still left in them. I felt great about it. You know. Ah, that's awesome. That's good. It's a good feeling when your bees. Yeah, you know I mean, after winter, um, they oh, come out, they're right. strong, they're happy. Yeah, you know I mean, they're doing that cleansing flight. You know what I mean? They're doing that poo, poo exactly. run. Exactly. Yeah, I know sometimes I'll stand out there and they do their cleansing flight. My suit is all full of their cleansing. They're cleansing. <laughs> That's right. That's funny. Exactly. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so, so tell me a little bit out there. I mean, do you guys, what, do you, what kind of, do you guys have the hive beetle? Do you have the varoma mites? What do you guys have out there? Oh, that's that's interesting. So we, we luckily we don't have royal mites here. Um, you do not? No, we do not. Do not have oh, royal mites. We don't want it. We're the only continent in the world not to have it. Um, so which is a, which is a really good thing. Um, so we don't have that. There was an incursion of the royal mite, but it's the one that affects the Asian honeybee, the Apis serrana. That was two years ago in October. But they've just recently found, I think, in New Guinea that the the Varroa Jacob Sonai, so this is not the nasty one, is the Varroa uh, Destructor, um, can host ship from the Asian honeybee to the European honeybee. So, but that incursion was um, um, was stopped, and um, yeah, so that was good. So we don't have Varroa mite uh, here. Uh, we do have the African small hive beetle, and the African small hive beetle is an interesting one because where where I'm at in Melbourne, you know, it's not. You know, we get sort of hot sort of summer days. Um, the winters are very mild. Uh, it's not a, a not a, um, something that sort of affects hives. I've never lost a hive to African small hive beetle. But, so I'm in the south of, obviously, um, south of Australia. But if you go down to, or go up, I should say, to Queensland, uh, mm -hmm. to more northern uh, Australia, the African small hive beetle really knocks hives over. It's an absolute, you know, they slimed out. They have major issues. So, but I've never lost a hive. I'm just having a look in my kitchen because I sometimes see them. They're attracted to the lights because it's 3 a.m. in the morning. Right. Uh, I'll just have a look because sometimes they get the odd one. 
sort of um so i could almost grab one and show you but i can't see any at the moment but yeah but it's <laughs> right <laughs> yes, but yeah so it's not yeah 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 now for us the var varoma mites are huge if you don't treat your hive for it in the fall your hive will die yeah you know? it's really so, as well. yeah 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 so as soon as we do our uh, you know we we pull off the honey i treat i we treat so mm. uh, which is very important question and, and how do you treat Oh, hold on. We had a, a question come across. What is a cleansing flight? Why don't you handle this one? You got this one. I want to see. You yeah, I've got this one. one. I got, so a cleansing flight, that's the, um, we, we call it a poo flight. Uh, it's the poo run. So, so basically what happens is the bees, when they're held up in the hive due to weather and so forth, um, they can't do a poo because they're an incredibly hygienic animal. Yeah. They don't want to do a poo inside the house. They don't want to do it outside the house. So what they do is they go for a cleansing flight. And often it can happen all of a sudden, you see lots and lots of bees and they're flying. And um, it's quite interesting where I'm in sort of suburbia, Melbourne. Uh, after a cleansing flight, you'll see on the car, you get these little, tiny little schmear marks of, uh, of bee poo. And uh, so that's the uh, right, cleansing exactly. flight. It's, it's poo. So they like to poo outside the hive. And, you know, and you're absolutely right, especially in the Chicago area. I mean, we'll get that cold weather. They won't leave those hives for sometimes three months. Wow. So when That's you good. see them taking that cleansing flight, you oh, can actually see it dropping. Wow, they're, 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 they're ready. They want to yeah, clean themselves up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, they're, they, they can't wait till it warms up so they can just take that flight. So, no, you're absolutely right. So... Um, so going back to the Varoma mite, yeah, we definitely have to treat for that. Now, my first year, we had the uh, black hive beetle, and, uh, and I treated them with a diamaceous earth, and I, I had a, a beetle trap that we put in there, and I bought that maybe from Man Lake or something like that, and, and that worked very well. Some, some, some beekeepers around here will put oil inside the uh, hive beetle, uh, the trap, and, uh, but for the last few years... I've hardly had any in my hive, so I don't know what okay. that difference, what what made that difference, but it was it's nice it's nice that I don't have to treat for those. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, because they're pretty. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, both those things. Yeah, you know, I mean, they decimate the hives. And it's just so interesting. The bees just get such a hard time, don't they? You know, I mean, these poor bees have got getting getting hassled by pests and diseases and things. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's really really bad. So. Mm. Right. So let's talk about your honey a little bit. What, what, so, you know, our honey, at least by my house is mostly all, they go after wildflowers. So, okay. you know, they'll fly up to, as you know, up to three to five miles to go get uh, nectar to bring back. So we get a lot of wildflower type of a honey, which is a very, our, our honey is a very mild type of a honey. Um, in the spring, it's a little bit more bitter, if you will. But, um, but yeah, I call mine when I sell our stores, our local stores, it's more of a wild flower. What about yours? Well, see, mine sort of, um, sort of varies, um, sort of great. I've actually got some right here. Uh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, there it is. There it is. So, so this is actually quite interesting. I, I, I'm in a good position. Uh, I'm a beekeeper and so obviously I produce honey, but I don't have to produce a lot of it um it's going to sound like a lot but i produce probably about one and a half to two ton per year um so it sounds like a lot but i don't have to really push my bees and i i'm not migratory so i'm not moving bees from here following the flow so so i'm in a good position there so um because sort of the, believe it or not the honey is the least thing i do it's more as helping people with bees and so forth but in regards to the honey itself what it's 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 um 
always got eucalyptus in it because that's obviously our sort of more common um, flower that we have here. And eucalyptus uh-huh. is quite punchy. You know what I mean? It's it's very. It's uh, you're saying your honey's um, quite mild. The one the honey here is is pretty. It's a rich honey. Um, certain type of eucalyptus can be quite. We've got one called Messmate here, which is eucalyptus oblique, and that's it's a dark a dark honey, and that's really punchy. It just grabs your back of the throat, which some people do like, um, some people don't like. This one's sort of um, it is being a suburban honey. Um, it's got eucalyptus in it, but it's got obviously multi-flora, you know, from people's gardens and so forth. So it's not quite as it's got some punch, but it's not going to you know grab you like a, an old um, bottle of wine that's uh, that's been caught. Right, right. Yeah, ours, like I said earlier, is very mild and, you know, and, and more in the springtime, it's a little bit more of a bitter type of a, a, a flavor to it. But I blend a lot of my spring and funny, oh, my funny, my fall honey together. Okay. So okay. Honey, honey, exactly. <laughs> I bet you that would sell well. <laughs> so, um, so where do you do all your extraction since you have that many hives? Do you do, you do it, uh, do you have a, a location at your house or? Yes, yeah, no, that's good. No, that's uh, a good question. I'll show you something. I think I spin it around in my kitchen, so this is so everyone can see. Um, so legally here, I've got a food handling permit, so I can't. I don't bottle the honey here at home. I, I do that. Mm-hmm. I actually sponsor a a cricket club. Um, so the, the Kiramore Cricket Club, I sponsor them, so they let me use their their kitchen. So it's, I've got a facility there. I do there. I've got to do my bottling there. But what I do do at home um, is I do the um, the wax. So you can see my. Oh wow. Yeah, so I sort of look at so that. that so, so I've got that luxury of um, I can do the wax at home, but yeah, the bowling honey I do, I do it. This it's only five minutes drive, and uh, works out really well because I sponsor this cricket club. I can use their 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 kitchen, and yeah, it works out really well. Yeah, it's nice and close to home. Can't get any closer yeah. than that. Yes, yeah. And good, good. So what, what do you so what do you plan on doing in the future with your with your with your business? Well, how do you plan on growing it? Which which your What's your plan? Well, it's it's funny you say that. It's um, I've just got my first full time employee. Um, he started uh, about three weeks ago, and uh, his name's Peter, and um, he's he's helped me now because it's just getting so sort of busy. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of really, I'm, I'm sort of expanding on, on a couple of other products that I'm working. I'm doing actually a, a beard balm. So it's I don't have any on this morning because it's three a.m. But I'm gonna I'm working on a beard balm. So, so and what does that what does that do? Well, it makes my beard look a bit more sexier. Oh, beard! Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's oh, a beard. Okay, now I beard yeah, bump, yeah. Bump, it's, yeah. Beard bump. I got something. About it. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's going to have your wax in it. Yes, yeah, have your wax in it. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so I'm just working on a couple of smells and things. So, but um, but I'm sort of what I love doing sort of is really helping people with their bees. You know, so I'm going to people's houses. So rather than doing classes where, you know, like a whole heap of people come to me, I actually go to them. And I'm really sort of pushing that because people love it because people are more receptive to learning. You know, I can see what their bees are doing because people, you know, beekeepers, uh, hobbyist beekeepers always got a million questions. But to see what their bees are doing is really cool. So, um, so I'm really sort of pushing that. Um, I think I'll um, – I, I won't – many many more hives I won't increase my numbers I do I do produce a lot of splits so I, do, I sell nukes to people so um, I can um, really sort of ramp that up um, a little bit more 
Um, but yeah, it's really good. No, I mean, I'm in a good position and the business is going good. And, and I just love helping people. To me, I right. just love it. Yeah, I love helping people. You know, and I love people's enthusiasm with bees. You know what I mean? Whether someone's nine or 90, um, and I've helped a 92-year-old beekeeper, and, you know, their enthusiasm, you know what I mean? When they're inside that hive and their eyes are like, wow, this is amazing. I just love that. That's just the best thing ever. Right. We do a, a few events. We'll go to some stores and I'll bring live bees in a, a display and the people just come up to it. I could talk bees. I could talk about bees all day. I just love yeah. talking about them. And, you know, we, we, put two, we put two frames in them. They can see the brood and they can see capped honey and, and the kids yeah, come yeah. up to it. So, no, that's awesome that you're able to go to schools. Because I looked at some of your videos and saw where you're doing oh, education you. and stuff like that. So, that's awesome. That's it. That's a little brochure. Oh, yeah. yeah I saw that. That's very cool. That's it. Yeah. That's awesome. Sorry, I saw Josh ask a question about nukes. Uh, Josh, so I said it's 295 Aussie dollars, so you know, it was minus thirty percent. So I guess the price is about two forty, two fifty American dollars is why I sell a new. It's a five frame new, but it's in a wooden box. I sell them in a wooden hive, so um, as opposed to like a core flute, because people keep that box in case they get a swarm, and it's far better for the transportation. But no, good question. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, you can use that with the wooden box. You can use that for many different times for many different reasons. Because usually, like yeah. out here, a lot of them, they sell in the cardboard. And after that, you throw it away, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you about spin extraction. Spin extraction? Any thoughts? What type of extraction do you do? Do you use it like, is it yeah. a question about a spinner? He's asking you what your thoughts are on spin extraction. I mean, I, I have a spin extraction, a extractor. Mine holds 24. And uh, usually takes around three to five minutes to extract the honey out of it. So that works very well for me. I'm sure with your size, it might be a little bit different. It's, yeah. Well, funny enough, it's um, because of the honeys, once again, the leasing I do, it's mine's only 12, a 12 frame uh, electrical spinner. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, so what I do there, Josh, so is I, I, I've got a big, a, a big um, tank. So it's all pretty manual stuff. Um, I'm okay. not sort of into automation. There's nothing automatic. It's all you know, sort of hands in there. So obviously the cappings are. Um, I've got a steam uh, uncapper that uncaps them, and then the frames go in into the uh, spinner. Obviously spun out, strained, and then um, and then bottled um, or, or stored in in buckets in 15 kilo buckets. What's that? Uh, 25, 30 pound buckets. Right. So um, yeah, so that's how I do that. So pretty good process. Um, it's once again, I'm lucky. I don't I only sell to three different retail outlets, so you know, there's I only do a couple of sizes. It's all you know, I don't tell different flora, there's sort of a bigger glass one that I do, so it's, it's pretty cool. I don't have to, I don't push the honey. Uh, yeah, I sometimes actually run out. <laughs> it's quite funny when I run out, uh, it's usually sort of the start of spring, uh, but I think that's a good thing. People say, Oh, you got no honey. Well, Sorry about that. We had a little disconnection here, so we're going to try and reach back out to him. I want to hear his uh, funny story about his uh, swarm removal. If you go on his uh, Facebook or his website, you can see a lot of different type of videos that he posts, and you can get a lot of different uh, information about
pollination and just, and of course his excitement for the bees, which is very cool. So uh, check out his, uh, just uh, uh, Google Ben's Bees or go to Facebook and look at Ben's Bees and you'll see some information there all about him. You can see the different type of products. Maybe he'll even, uh, you know, I don't know if they can ship honey overseas or not, but give that a try. I'd be, I'm anxious to try his honey and his lip balm also. And, uh, and he also does sell quite a bit of wax. So I think he was saying he has over 300 and something hives. So he runs uh, quite a uh, large uh, size uh, operation with the bees. So um, like I said, I'm at about 42 to 45, give or take a few. We'll see how many live through the winter. But we're trying to connect back with him again. Again, I wanna hear his story about the swarm removal. And like I said, check out his Facebook. You can see he's got all different types of pictures from from when they're in the garbage can and when they're in a suitcase and when he's cutting out a side of a house to get swarm removals also. So uh, it's kind of cool just to see those process and uh, see how that's done. And uh, so how are we doing with the... Yeah, look, he's, he, should, he said he's gonna come back on here. Just okay, so yeah, he's gonna connect back here very shortly. You tell him about Generation D products while we're... Well, yeah, I can tell you a little bit about our products. You know, uh, as I mentioned before, we have lip balm. Uh, well, first of all, our products is all natural. Um, and it's 100% natural. We use all the essential oils that we use for our scents. So we carry a lip balm, a body butter, a body scrub, shea butter, um, we also have different types of uh, soaking salts for the uh, bathtubs, um, uh, which are, are pretty cool, great for gifts. Um, we, we just came out with a new eye cream. Um, we, we are very excited about that. It, they are using some of the newest uh, uh, ingredients in that. It's apple stem cells from fruit. So uh, that came out uh, uh, earlier this winter and we came out with a different scent of our uh, hand cream, which is an orange citrus. And in about three or four months, we're going to have an all-natural uh, makeup remover. So uh, we that's been out for testing, and we're getting a lot of great feedback from the ladies that uh, it's working very well. And it's uh, so we're, we're we're excited, and I'm very proud to have that. So all right, looks like we're getting ready to get him. We can chime in here. There he is. Yeah, so sorry, I was not sure what happened then. Right? Yeah, um, well, it's not like we're, we're filming from next door, you know, we're <laughs> no, right on the other side. So, that's true, my apologies about that. It's, um, yeah, but, sure well, tell, me, tell me about that swarm removal. That's oh, that was, it was so funny, it's like, it like coming to the punchline and then it, it dropped out, so that's right. So, so I get to their, their, their house, they're at the um, mum, dad, the two kids, the dogs, inside the car, inside their garage. They're screaming, they're upset, like it's the world's gonna end, so that's what they're like. So I um so I go, Where is it? They said it's out there, out there. I said, Well, you know, you have to show me they're on a big a big uh, block of land. They're gonna be walking around everywhere. So I said, Where um where is it? And they sort of go there and I go up to them, I said, uh, up to the, the bees and and I right next to them they said, Oh, how'd you get stung? How'd you get stung? I said, No, nah, that's fine, they're chilled. So anyway, so um, they're not watching me from a distance, like they're inside the window, like, you know, right. uh, this is bees, you know, so I end up putting them in a box. Uh, I'm, I'm sometimes I am a little bit of a show off, a bit, um, I have a show off, so I don't have without a suit, which is, I'm lucky, I'm, I'm, I don't get any reactions from bee stings at all. And I, I put these bees into the end of the box and they'll look at me, he says, how many times you get stung? I said, well, I didn't. You know, I, mean, I didn't get stung. The bees were um, were fine. So that was quite funny. I'll never forget. 
They were just That's so, awesome. they were mortified that I just went up to it and just put them in the box. And, you know, oh, yeah, they get so paranoid. And, and, and most people don't know when, when bees swarm, they're all full of honey. And they're yes. not aggressive or anything. On one of my videos, I stuck my finger right, even though I'm allergic to them, because I know they're not aggressive when they swarm. I stuck my finger right into their, you know, into their cluster, if you will. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. that's awesome. It's cool. It. That's, that's cool. So, it's hey, cool. one more one more question I have for you before we cut this off. The bees you have there, are they Italian bees? Are they Russian bees? What type of bees do you have there? Well, I... I like all the three. We've got four subspecies here. Um, the ones I like, I, I work with um, Caucasian Canolians and the Italians. And I like having all three um, because they all behave differently. You know what I mean? I suppose it's like someone having a dog, you know what I mean? And, you know, have three breeds of dogs. They're all going to behave differently, I guess. So, right, right. And, and I, I like that. You know, all got the positives. Um, all got their negatives. Yeah, but when the negatives aren't that negative as such, but... Um, yeah, so I, I like it. But my favourite, you know, I love the Caucasians. You know, they're, they're a jet black bee. Um, they overwinter really well. Once again, look at that, winters are not like you. Very mild. Yeah. yeah, very, very mild, not like you guys. But they um, overwinter well and they're calm. You know, I mean, I love um, love those. The, um, the carnies or carnolians, they've got a bit of vice in them. They're a bit that German, uh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I love the Germans. I'm part German, so there you go. Oh, okay, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. So they're, they're, you know, we've got a bit of vice about them. But it's interesting, the, the, the carnies, they um, they fly when it's it's cool, like when it's if it's a bit of rain even. You see them you know, when it's, you know, when it's quite quite cool, you know, sort of 10, 12 degrees Celsius. Is there, um, they're, they're working, so they're, they're cool. But the Italians, no, nah, they're... It's they're not working. It's all it's all over. If it's below eighteen degrees Celsius, they're they're not budging. They're so so I love, love their, their personalities. Are so amazing. Yeah, so different. Yeah, I do. All of mine are Italians, and I want to change it up. I want to do another yard different. So, what would you recommend for me? Oh, I see. I'd go the Caucasians. Yeah, it's okay. um, obviously your. We can't import bees in Australia, so it's you know these are all you know I mean genetics that have been around for quite some time now, but. But so the, I'm not sure the the genetics of the Caucasians over there um, for you, Michael. But the um, the, um, the the Caucasians are good. You know, what I mean, they winter well. They're a good bee. You know, what I mean, so they're, they're one I would you know have a mess around with them. You know, find a find a good queen breeder and, and try them. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. Maybe I'll try that this this uh, this spring. And uh, do some, you know, maybe try ten or fifteen of them, just see the difference. Yeah, awesome. I, I'm yeah, used, somebody, yeah, yeah. I'm just used to Italian bees, and that's what I started with. So, but now, do you guys have any of the African bees there? No, we don't. No, good. No, we, we don't have any African bees, which is uh, I'm yet to come to. I'm going to Europe in a couple of months to go see some beekeepers in in Europe. But uh, my plan is the following year we're going to come to America and see some beekeepers because I want to see African bees like it's. I've seen right. on YouTube. I've seen documentaries. You know yep. I mean, that's these African bees. They just look incredible. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's no, my no. funny story. So I was in uh, with, with African bees. So yep. I was I was in Haiti last year, and uh, we were we were doing a missions trip there. And the lady we were with goes, "Here, you want to see meet our local beekeeper?" And I said, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" Now in Haiti, there they don't have the suits. What he used for a smoker was a paint, uh, a one-gallon paint bucket, and it was so rusted out, he would tap it like this, 
and the smoke would come out. So, and so he had like five or six of them out there and I'm walking up to it and I have no suit. I have nothing. And, and he didn't have a suit on. So I'm thinking, oh, no big deal, you know? So I walk up there and I go, man, these things look a little bit different. You know, they're a little bit tinier and everything else. And he goes, yeah, these suckers will get aggressive every once in a while. And, and you know, they'll start attacking me and I'm getting closer. I go, are these Africans? And he goes, yeah, I think so. So I start backing up, man. It was, that scared the crap out of me because I oh, had wow. popped in. So, oh, wow. yeah, that was kind of funny. So uh, that's I, I, they're I hope more, are they? Yeah, they are a little bit smaller oh, and okay, skinnier. Yeah. Wow, okay, interesting. It's, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I hope that's the last time I come that close to African beasts. Yeah, so that's They, they that's don't it. come this far north with us because it's too cold. So they're in the Texas area, Arizona. There are a lot in Arizona and Texas and in the warmer states. Okay, so, so they're not spreading sort of um, higher up because of the weather. So they won't. Because of the weather. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, interesting. Exactly. Okay, there you go. That's the best thing about bees. You're always learning. You know what I mean? Oh, I, it's I absolutely. You just, there's not a day goes by. You know, I mean, you're learning something, and that's what's so fascinating. Right. Hmm. Well, I, I want to, Ben, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out and getting up especially early, keep pounding down the coffee so you can stay awake yes, all yes, day yes, today. Yes, yes, yes. I see you. that. But I definitely want to, if it's all right with you, I definitely want to do this again with you when we get maybe oh, more extraction, and you can see how we extract, and I want to see how you cool. do it. Yeah, so maybe yeah. we can just keep this relationship ongoing and be awesome. Oh, hundred percent. And, and and thanks for everyone for watching. You know what I mean? And I just saw Lynn put solar flares expected. To, that's why it gets disrupted. That's interesting. But um, yeah. but, uh, the questions and so forth, and and Josh asked some good questions. So 